Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey there, everyone. Just me at the top of the episode to let you know about Josh Earl Talks. If you're in Melbourne, the show starts tonight, 8.15, at the Victoria Hotel, right next to the town hall there. It's on... It's on Little Collins Street, so make sure you come along. So this is, uh, I've been working on this show for a long, long time. I'm really, really happy with it. I just want some people to come along. So if you're a fan of the podcast and, you know, you listen, so you obviously like the podcast, come along. I think these uh, stories are the best I've got. And, uh, yeah, some you'll go, oh, I think you mentioned that briefly on, on on the podcast once. And, of course, I'll flesh it out, give them more detail and put in lots of jokes. So that is 8.15 every night of the festival, apart from 7.15 on Sundays and no shows on Mondays. You could do the double. You could do the podcast on Sundays at 3 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. Go, that'll finish at 4. Maybe see another show, maybe another podcast. Go get some dinner. Then come and see me at 7.15. That'll be a good day out. So I would love it if you guys could all come. Um, share, Share the links around. If you're on Twitter or on Facebook, give it a like. That always helps. Uh, and use the ticket deal, the cheap ticket deal. So for $15 tickets to my show, just type in Jerl when you go to buy them. There's a code word there. It actually says Jerl over it. Just type in Jerl. You'll get $15 tickets. Hopefully I see you there at the shows. Enjoy this episode. Super, super funny. I'll stop in between, tell you a bit more about the show. Anyway, Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom and who knows what because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl and this week on the internet, just a lot of tweets about me begging people to come to my festival shows. Just (laughs) someone buy a ticket, just (laughs) let me sleep. If this is your first time listening to the show, what I do is I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who shares his name with a ski instructor in New Zealand. Can you please welcome back on the pod, it's Sam Taunton. Yes. Oh, shit, me, a yeah. ski instructor. Well, I'm going Sam Taunton. This person is Samantha Taunton, but I'm sure oh, she gets called Sam. Oh, that's, that was, yeah, what I got called in ski high in, school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, S- ski instructors are casual. She'd be a Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never met a formal ski instructor. I'm what, Samantha. Like, <laughs> but then she'd be called me Mrs. Taunton or Ms. Sammy Taunton. Or something. She'd be like the cool girl who's active and everyone loves yeah. her. Yeah. She'd be Sammy. Sammy I'm, I'm Slopey Sammy. I'm yeah. Slopey Sammy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> also joining us is a comedian who is still being topped on Google by the Against All Grains woman. Can't, you can't quite get that number one. Can you please welcome back from the Batch Bitch podcast? It is Danielle Walker. Hello. She has a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. My like mum has a copy. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, because oh. my sister, has. she's got a f- fucked stomach. Something's wrong with her. Oh, I so assume she bought it because, like, this is my daughter's she's name. She's trying to, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> mum thinks that Casey's got, like, gluten intolerance or something, but. So she's been trying to get recipes that don't have gluten in them, but also Casey's 
like an 18-year-old girl, so she doesn't give a shit. So, yep. of course, her stomach's fucked. Like, she's going out just eating and drinking whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you also, know you got two toilets. Who cares? <laughs> it's impossible to tell with, like, a young adult whether or not they have an actual digestive disability or whatever because <laughs> they're treating their body so shit from the ages of, like, 16 to 25 that yep. I felt shit for years, but it was my own well, fault. Do you know, yeah. last night I've, I was, like, vomiting last night and I was like, <laughs> and I was like I've got food poisoning. <laughs> And I was like ringing people and then they're like, what did you eat? And I'm like, nothing. I had seven beers though. <laughs> yeah, I had seven beers and I'm 30. <laughs> so, yeah, get me that book. <laughs> Our next guest is a comedian and a writer who shares her name with a Chicago speech therapist. Mm. Can you please welcome from the Loner podcast, it's Kate Dennett. Yay! Pronounced all that correctly. Well that, done. I've been working on it. <laughs> I have been working on my speech. Have but, you really? Yeah. As a kid, I had a lot of speech therapy. My new show's all about this, so oh I won't go into it. Give us a breeze. If you want more. I, I have something called apraxia of speech. What's that? Yeah, what does that mean? It means I've got an overactive mind and a lazy mouth. So there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to say the words. <laughs> is your nose in the middle just being like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Overactive <laughs> mind and lazy mouth is what women tell me I have in bed. <laughs> is that in your show? No. Yeah, you can have it. No, no, because no, I thought I had dysarthria, which is when there's actual trauma or an actual issue with your mouth. Oh. And for me it was just, nah, just lazy. Just, yeah, all right. Just didn't so open enough. Do you need to do mouth exercises now? Like put weights in your mouth and. I meant to what? put fing- fingers no. in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what I've, I've never seen that at the gym. What I meant weights. to do is put two fingers in and say the sentence, then put three fingers in and say the sentence. Dude, you're this holding your hot. fingers <laughs> definitely like a gun at the yeah, moment. Yeah, like but that's what it is. What? <laughs> it's that side. Not that one. That's easy to do that. So you have so to fist your you mouth. Yeah, pretty much. And then talk, and that'll clear it up. What? So This sounds like a lie you made up when yeah. someone walked in on you. Is it like a little Britain sketch? Like a politician explaining why he was sucking a dick? Well, I have a speech impediment, and the only way to make it better is to suck a large penis. And that's the catchphrase as well. The only way to make it better is to suck a large, large penis. penis. And I'll stretch that out over a lot of seasons. And finally is a man. That was me penis, by the way. Finally is a man who shares. That's how they fixed him in the King's speech. (laughs) Finally is a man who shares his name with a Boston bartender. Can you please welcome? It's Sam Malone. No, it's not. Can you please welcome from the Filthy Casuals and Ooh Spooky podcast? It is Adam Knox. Oh, hey, you want a margarita? I know I missed another (laughs) podcast. Oh, yeah, I've got like 50 other podcasts. I'm the only one here without like a podcast. Get on it, man. I also thought this was like a live episode at the Hi Fi. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm doing one of those. I told my friend Tim, I was like, I think I'm doing that. And he's like, what? I was like, I think it's early before the festival. And he's like, I think it'll just be two o'clock on Monday. Yeah. And now, now in hindsight, I realize I was wrong. There's no audience here. I was we, ready, we getting get ready some. to do bits. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I had stuff ready to go. You can still do it. That's... No, 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 no. I've got to save it. Needs an audience to bounce oh, off. Because I take these ones just as seriously. Oh, yeah. You guys ever lived in a share house before? That kind of... <laughs> Man, that's a cool angle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out a status update from one of you four, and you have to buzz in, your names, your buzzers, and tell me who you think wrote the tweet. It's all from Twitter. If you're correct, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. First one is this one. This election, instead of a TV debate, this election, instead of a TV debate... You I, need to shove some oh. more fingers in that mouth. <laughs> 
I'm going to edit that out anyway. <laughs> this election, instead of a TV debate, I want to see Scott Morrison and Bill Shorten forced a kiss on the lips, and whoever pulls away first will lose my vote. Kate. Yes, Kate. I reckon Danielle wrote that. No, that is Sam Taught in oh, the vote. Yeah. That's Sam. I got a point, right? Is that Kate, how it works? Yeah, point. I have never done any tweet with any politician's name but in you it love ever. Kissing. Yeah, but kissing on the, the lips kissing is fun. The lips thing Surely. seems like a you. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's your brand. Yeah. I never kiss on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Of course I got spaghetti sauce on my shirt. I ate spaghetti. What Danielle. am I meant to somehow dodge it? I'm not a fucking acrobat. Yes, Danielle. Oh, I don't know which one out of you two it is. Uh, <laughs> Why did you say it's looking at ten minutes early then? Because uh, I heard spaghetti and was like Knox, and then I heard <laughs> gymnastics and was like Kate. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say Kate. You are incorrect. It was Adam. Fuck. No. God damn. Got spaghetti all over myself <laughs> deliberately. You know what Danielle thinks of us? Yeah, I know. She immediately went up. Ah, food, Adam. Sport, Kate. So you got out all good. <laughs> I'm the hot one of the podcast. You're the Samantha. I'm yeah, Sammy Slopes. <laughs> Question three. Quick, grab your jorts. No time to explain. Just hurry up and put your jorts Sam. on. Yes, Sam. Is it Adam Knox? No, that was Kate Dad. Dad. But- you know that tweet is Can currently. It's got a life of its own now. It's going well. Was it popping? Really well. I just I don't know. What are the numbers? Like it's like I think it's close to two hundred now, but it's under two hundred. Looking at me because you probably get heaps of no, I get nothing. I'm so bad at Twitter. Like, um, that's not that many games. No, 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 no. I don't know what. Like, I don't know what. That's great. I'll kill for that. Once I got three hundred, and I was, I, I could talk you through the tweet right now. Never gotten to three hundred. Do you think someone is just Twitter searching jorts? Do you reckon that's what's making that over the line? I think. I want to live in a world where someone searches jorts on Twitter. Then they've just misspelled a real word. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about that. So, so jorts are the, what are the, the skirt? Jean shorts. Oh, jean shorts. I thought that was a, mm. je- a jegging. Yeah. No, a jegging Jean is a jean leggings. legging. That's ju- they're, and they're not even made of jeans, I'm pretty no, sure. They're, they're like just so tight. more legging. Yeah. yeah. Le- yeah. So a jort. Oh. A jort is a jean, jean short. short. On an Australia yeah. Day once where, oh, sorry, just a random day. Actually, <laughs> the uh, the I I was too hot and so I cut my jeans off with like a broken piece of glass no. into jaws because we didn't have any we didn't have any scissors or knives or anything. I was like, I'm so hot, but I can't take my pants off because that's gross. So I'll cut. Them. And anyway, I didn't cut my legs, but I really cut my hands. So how did you have no? Knife or scissors, but you had a broken piece, piece of glass. Because I think we had bottles of beer and we were in the con- like in the country. Were you so break like the it? beer bottle yeah. on purpose? Yeah, and then we <laughs> took them off. Like, nah, I got to get it rid oh, of them. What? Jaws alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was your 127 hours moment. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I invented jorts. <laughs> Everyone's like, we should do that properly. <laughs> Did <laughs> you say jorts of life before? Jorts of life. Jorts of life. Good. Yeah. Mm. Good. What's skorts? Is that's skirt, skirt shorts? Skirt shorts. It's shorts from the back. Skirt, skirt shorts. Yeah. I'm just skorts. finding out about jorts. Don't yeah. <laughs> don't throw skorts were popular in primary schools mm. for girls, so girls could still sit down cross-legged, now, but you collots? still appeared to be no collots. Are a pants that is like pleated to yeah. look like a skirt when you stand up straight, but mm. uh, when cool it's when you run, it's just normal. Um, like it's a normal skirt when you run. Yeah, mm. although they can actually just be big. I'm just thinking of the collots that They're I shorts. had. Collots are shorts. Short, okay. <laughs> Galots 
a big flowy shorts that, like Daniel said, look like a skirt when you're standing up, look like a pleated skirt. Oh. But if you go for a lunge, you quickly see in amongst the fabric that oh. they are shorts. So trick skirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick skirts. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of skirts. Whereas, yeah, skorts are just a pant, but over the front of the pant there's a piece of fabric that you can pull over and do up so that it looks like a skirt. But from the back it definitely looks like a short. It's so weird. (laughs) I've got a bunch of shirts that used to fit and now they're jerts. (laughs) Now that I've gotten fatter, (laughs) my belly just shows. I call them jerts. (laughs) What's that a portmanteau of? Je- uh, jeans and shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible when you got a shot of glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't think about it too hard, but they're jerts. Question four. If anyone wants to see a video of someone squeezing blackheads out of a pig who is being pampered, I have a link. D- Adam. Yes, yeah. Adam. That is Danielle. You are true. Right. That is right. Yeah. Thank you. Now, what, how did anybody think I did the political tweet before? <laughs> The only ones Danielle is going to come up for are like, I was live birthing a cow the other day. (laughs) 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 A blood all over my jorts. But you do have quite a lot of your tweets. Uh, I have this video if you want to see it. Is it? Yeah, you have a few of them. I do have a few. Going back through. Fun videos. Yeah. (laughs) So pigs get blackheads. Yeah, do you, it's it's called Esther the Wonder Pig. She's on Facebook. I've heard of her. Yeah, and um, she. <laughs> <laughs> she you said that like, like she was like a girl in a social group. <laughs> like, I have seen her around yeah, before. Yeah. She seems like a nice lady. Yeah, yeah. skin problems, great. but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she has like the cutest little hats that are made for her big ears that go over her ears for the winter time. And yeah, her dad is like squeezing the blackheads out of her. Her dad. Um, her dad. The other. Sorry, pig. a man. <laughs> a man who. His hooves wouldn't have the dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> They don't have hooves. They, they have, have trotters. trotters. Yeah, what are, I don't know what they're called. They're pigs. I stay away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does that mean if you eat pork, there can sometimes be a blackhead oh. in your pork? I mean, you're not oh. eating the face of the pig. Mm. But, but you can get a blackhead. You can yeah, eat the I mean, not you know face. what? Um, somebody told me, I can't remember who, I think it was Reese. I think it might have been Reese Nicholson. He said he got. Oh, I pork. thought this was going to be the name of like another farmyard. He, animal. Got a, <laughs> he got a piece of pork belly once, and it had either a nipple or a belly button on it. Oh, I think he said that. Well, yeah. yeah, and he said they cut it off. And, and he said it was the luckiest day of his yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> I went and bought a lottery ticket straight away. <laughs> I got to eat pork and drink milk at the same time. A whole yeah. meal. <laughs> that isn't that gross, but yeah. also kind of fun. If you got the it, I, that's, I don't no, like, sure, it's super fun. <laughs> like I eat meat. Living on the land. <laughs> Anytime you eat a piece of meat that reminds you that it was an animal, like when yeah. there's an obvious yeah. tendon or yeah. like or a an, bone. Eye, an eyeball, yeah. eyeball, yeah, like a face, a whole face, <laughs> screaming noise. You know what's nice? Like a nice quiche. Just like vegetarian quiche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's no faces true. in that. No faces, yep. <laughs> Plant-based. Pretty good. At least if you find a nipple on a pig, though, you can be like, well, it used to be a pig. If you find a nipple in your quiche, you're mm. like, well, That's- this has a whole story to <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it. I need to call the police, I guess. <laughs> when you- I had a fucking taxi driver once, or an Uber driver, I guess, that told me this whole story. We drove past a servo, and he was like, I bought a donut from there once and had a tooth in it. What? Yeah. And he said he got like thousands of dollars from this donut company because they're like, sorry about the tooth. (laughs) I'm going to say that is nah. He was lying. (laughs) Didn't Dave O'Neill have a movie about that? Like a man found a a finger in a pie or something and then got... (laughs) Completely different. No, well, sort of. Don't finger pie. Okay, like, it's (laughs) almost exactly the same. Well, Dave O'Neill's movies are The Nugget or Takeaway. Oh, he okay. wrote the nugget and was just in takeaway. So I think maybe it's the nugget. Been... Okay. And then one of the called. characters' sidelines, side stories was 
that he got heaps of money. He got 200 grand or something because he found a That's such a, a crazy thing to have as a side story. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what yeah. A, it seems like a whole movie, doesn't it? could it? be. Maybe you had the same Uber driver as me and you were just remembering I had a, that I had story. A, I had an Uber driver that told me he had six fridges the other day. <laughs> <laughs> we're just driving along. He's like, by the way, I've got six fridges. And I was like, what? <laughs> like he didn't, was he trying to offload one? No, he was just kind of, I think he was bragging about like he in his head it's better to have more fridges, but it just <laughs> brings up so many other questions. Yeah. No, you don't now, want... I can't fit a whole human in one yeah, fridge, yeah, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you split them up move them around. It's great. <laughs> that guy's dextering his clients. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, question five. I had one period of working very hard and very effectively for about four months in 2010, and it made me overestimate, overestimate myself ever since. Sam. Yes, Sam. Adam Knox. You are correct. Thank yes, you. Appreciate that. Yep, moving yeah. on. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> ready for my trophy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it about me and the way that I live my life that made you think I may underachieve these days? No, I saw you. I saw the tweet the other day. I think I liked uh, the tweet. Yeah. Uh, I felt well, like it's not me. There's no skill in that one. It's just me remembering something I've seen. <laughs> Question six, heat mapping, but for where people keep their plates and glasses in kitchen cupboards. Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Kay? You are correct. Yes, there's a point there for Danielle, yeah. Now, what does that tweet Mm. mean? (laughs) (laughs) George, I understood. Uh, So it's like in an action movie, like Commando or something, where they Mm. put the goggles over and it's heat mapping and you see people in the bushes, only it's that, but you see where plates are. It's a great business idea because you always pop into a kitchen and you're like, where are the cups? Where exactly? And you open it where you think you should be and then everyone else has a different standard with their kitchen. I was imagining like a weather map, like a a weather heat map from above (laughs) where you still wouldn't be able to see because everything stacked. What about glass cupboards? Well, you can see through them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need that. Or you're just saying we ultimate. all get glass yeah. cupboards. Yeah, what if everyone just has to have glass cupboards now? Or what if people who come to your house don't fucking randomly open a cupboard and go like, are there cups in here? I, I had like that happen the other day and it was like something in there where I was like, I just shoved it in there to move it out of the way and it like, I think it was a pizza box. Oh, yeah. I had like. <laughs> Wait. Pizza someone box next ran to the wine into your glasses. house, opened up a cupboard and was like, is it here? I'm misremembering a story. So <laughs> this is ages ago when they, like, installed the NBN in my apartment at the time, and it was, like, messy and the dude was coming around before I thought, so I was like, oh, fuck, i got to clean up. <laughs> and I had, like, a couple of pizza boxes sitting mm-hmm. there on the kitchen counter. Not that weird. I probably could have left them. Absolutely. But I was like, nah, he's going to judge me, so I put him in the cupboard. But then he opened that cupboard to be like, yeah, we can put the box in here, and then pizza boxes went like... Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, nah. I'll put it in the left one. Because my mum keeps her plates in a drawer and it does my head in. Yeah, like, my mum's doing that these we days. We never did that when we were growing up and mm. now she's got Is her it own a big house. drawer though? Is it like a big it, slidey it drawer? It fits yeah. enough plates in it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But plates aren't a, a drawer. But how many plates does she own? Oh, probably eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine in a drawer. If you had 16 <laughs> plates... You can't put them in a drawer. You no. need to stack them in some kind of large cupboard. When people will stack differently sized plates on top of each other I, as well. So you're like, crazy. I need a big plate, oh, so no. I've got to move 50 small plates Absolutely. out it's of not the way. Our Absolutely whole not kitchen on. is like that. We don't have any kind of matching anything, and it drives me crazy. If and you have. I just really want to go to Ikea and replace it all, but then I'm like. Mm. Do you know I don't own a plate or a fork? I own nothing. What are you talking about? What do you mean about? you don't own a plate? I'm homeless at the moment. I've got you know, no, I've actually got no, I don't own anything. I've got a laptop, and I've and that's it. And a phone. This actually kind of explains something because when I got off the train a stop later than you. You I saw, saw me you, on the train. We were on, yeah, well, I saw you hop off once the train was moving. Holding a bindle. It's <laughs> <laughs> like looking like Blinky Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you were like this. You were like the wind was hitting you and you're like... <laughs> I didn't like, bring my wallet just... today. I don't know where my wallet is. For the listener, Kate was putting her hands to her face and her body. 
just like <laughs> frantically like, where am I? What year is it? Like- <laughs> Look, it's kind of like that, yeah. And I just haven't been in a house. I've been travelling around. I've got nothing. I don't that know where I am. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> I'm trapped in this world of nothingness, <laughs> of minimalism. And we're loving, not helping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah none of us are going, like, oh, you can stay at mine for a while. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> no, I've got accommodation sorted out. Oh, that's good. Much, I don't want um, you opening my fucking It's nothing cupboards. permanent. Okay. Anyway, oh, all right. Hey, do you want... 16 mismatching plates. I would actually, yeah. Okay, terrific, yeah, great. Yeah. Come around. I could have a meal. Mm. Question seven. A lot of times on planes I get seated in an exit row and every time I smile and say I'll help out in case of emergency. But the truth is I reckon I'll crumble at the first sign of danger, <laughs> crack under the pressure and risk everyone's lives. Love that leg room though. Adam. Adam. I heard Adam first. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh, Taunton. <laughs> you are correct. Yes, Thanks. put there for Adam. Yeah. I would absolutely pick you and incorrectly assume that you could help out. In an oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, I don't, I'm going to go down. Yeah, I have nothing yeah, to live yeah. for. I don't own anything. I don't have anywhere to go. I'm just on this yeah. plane because I was cold. This is, closest, this is the closest thing I've had to a house in so long. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like a middle-class way of riding the bus all day. Do you guys get that survival thing happening in your head when you hop on a plane? Because I do. What? Like I'm, you plan out what you do with. Because I heard that if you, <laughs> who, would I, who would I push out of the way first? Yeah. I um, Yeah, I've heard that if you are within five rows of an exit, mm. you uh, have like a bazillion. It's like a huge percentage leap between your survival. So oh, I'm you're always, kidding. Yeah. So I always try to get within the five of the of the exits. And um, I'm always like, I'm always ready to be like, all right, what do you need me to do? Like, I'm always ready to just jump in at the first time. Like, I'll get that. No worries, ma'am. Nah, I reckon you're going to straight to like the eye gouge so you can be first to jump out of the plane. Yeah. Then they'd be like, why'd she jump? We're going to land at a different yeah. airport. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let me out. <laughs> down a nearby mountain because I called it too yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> a ski instructor's there going, oh my God, this is the worst I've seen in all my years of being Samantha Slopey. Sammy, help. <laughs> I'm just cool. absolutely fine with death. Every time I get on a plane, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah I know yeah, what you mean. Right. Yeah. It's like a bit of turbulence. You go, you quickly make peace with the fact and you go, like, I'm ready to go. I'm happy totally. And I get off a plane every time being like, oh, I've got, like, no people who would miss me. <laughs> like three. Like three. But, like, because you, if, if you get on turbulence, you're like, oh, I wonder who would come to my funeral. What? Yeah, yeah. Do you think we the survivors of the plane would? I think you probably would, but I would have a different secret one that people had to find out about to see if they really wanted to come. So we're not oh. invited to your real funeral, and you're <laughs> no upset <one> that. <laughs> No that you're not it. coming to my yeah. fucking obstacle Meanwhile, course we've funeral. Just found out that you fucking hate us. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know what? I won't go to your second funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Can you promise me at your funeral that no one's allowed to get up and do your material? Like sometimes happens at comedians' funerals. What do you mean? Oh, oh, does that what? happen? Does that... Yeah, sometimes people get up and as a tribute they do their material and it's always the worst. Oh my god. Yeah, why oh. would you do that? Stage time. Because yeah. <laughs> Now that it's a tough gig, gig, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can't see gig. that the person is actual person, not just a comedian. So they're like, oh, this was their entire yeah. life. No, is it, it real people or is it comedians doing that? Comedians doing it, thinking God. this is, oh, that is so my tribute. Yeah. What's wrong with everyone in this That's goddamn industry? That's what the industry. first thing I want everyone to forget yeah. is any joke I've ever told. I want, I want that to die first. In fact, there can be no reference that I was a comedian. Yeah. At my funeral at all. <laughs> Sam Torden was a technologically advanced homeless man. Yeah. <laughs> Love the leg room. He um, shared his name with a ski instructor. Yeah, called Sammy Slope. Um, <laughs> that'll just be Sammy Slope. It'll be say, welcome to Sammy Slope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question eight. Business idea. Food court where you pay in the currency of the country where the cuisine is from. Oh. Okay. Down here. Oh, I heard Kate first. Okay. 
Adam. No, that was Sam no. Taunton. Oh. Once again, thank you so much. <laughs> what were you going to say, Daniel? You, but then oh. you buzzed in. So I was like, all right, yep, no happy. <laughs> that food court idea is the sort of crazy idea that a man who doesn't own a wallet would come up with. <laughs> doesn't understand that doesn't money. have a house who's in food courts a lot eating. <laughs> There's so much space here. It feels like I'm in a big lounge room. <laughs> Question nine. Big shout out to the followers who are only here for a couple of days and leave when I don't follow them back. Sam. Yes, Sam. Kate. You are correct. Yes, another point for Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that after that popping tweet? Uh, No, no, no. That uh, That one was a while back when... Things were still as equally as grim as they are now. <laughs> and I have one tweet that suddenly. <laughs> it's so funny to make people talk earnestly about their Twitter feed. Yeah, <laughs> just, just to be like, can you run me through what happened there? And you're like, well, I was taking a big shit yeah. and uh, I just was feeling myself, you know. <laughs> Please don't read my tweets at my funeral. <laughs> and our last oh my question. God. Oh, the worst. That'd be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> at least by the end, no one would be sad anymore yeah, that you yeah, were yeah. dead. Well, <laughs> And our last question for the round. A gecko's defence mechanism is to drop its tail when a predator attacks. My defence mechanism is to say, ha, 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 maybe when an old man tries to give me joke ideas. Sam. Yes, Sam. Kate. No, that was Danielle. Oh, oh that was the animal, of the, de- the gecko, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, as if this isn't. Yeah. But I didn't get in quick enough. At the end of the round, the scores <laughs> are Kate on one point. Danielle on two points, Adam on three points. We're in the lead on four points. It's Sam Taunton. Yes. Do you know I've never lost this podcast, I think. Really? That might be wrong. I don't know if you know. I feel like the times I've done it, I've won. I want to take the last thing you have in this world from you today. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say I've only been homeless for a week? Like, things are not that bad. Like, I just had to move out of my place and I was coming to Melbourne, so I'm like, there's no point getting a new place. (laughs) I'm not. Things are okay. And you're in Sydney and and Sydney housing market's really easy just to slide into. You you need so little money. It's fine. It's warm enough to sleep on the beach yeah. half the time. <laughs> Did you just take stuff to your family's house in Wollongong or do you not have enough, you just could, you have so little stuff that you could just put it in a bag and bring it? Oh, it's a lot. I just threw so much stuff out. Okay. Like every plates. I was just like, I don't want stuff. Plates. I, d- I did have plates, but now I don't have plates. <laughs> My friend Tom Cashman had most of the stuff in the house okay. I was in. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's Seems like, but I had stuff, but now I've gone less stuff. Okay. I threw a bed out. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Hell yeah. No, that feels great. Throwing out furniture and, like, shit oh that you God. could move is the best feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we couldn't get rid of a bed, so we cut it up like murderers. <laughs> <laughs> Did that feel good, though? No, it was, like, fun at first, but then it very quickly was, like, a full fucking nightmare. Can I ask yeah. what you cut it? Because I feel like you guys don't own a power well, saw. Like, <laughs> no. She saw from my dad and we are up on the third floor of an apartment being like... <laughs> and the next day we both had like bruised did you arms because of the Did you cut the mattress? We cut the mattress and the white and the base. Yeah. The whole thing. Was we, it a spring mattress or foam? Yes, it was spring. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. And then we had to walk it around the suburb because our bins we didn't we couldn't fill up our bins. So we just <laughs> with half mattress. We deposited the body in a variety of different locations oh, over Melbourne. <laughs> Put it in a backpack, thrown in a river. It was a <laughs> Leaving the house without your phone so, so you couldn't be tracked by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this round is called We Are Family. Now we all have family. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes mm. it's not so good. And today we're talking about those interesting times that have stayed with us. And today we're talking about a young Danielle Walker. <coughs> now one day. <laughs> Danielle was with her mum when her mum's face changed and at first Danielle thought that her mum was having a heart attack. But then her mum just yelled out, get the dogs, boil the kettle. When Danielle turned around, what did she see on the back patio? Was it A, 
three snakes in a ball having a massive fight? Was it B, a cassowary walking about and tearing up the shoes lined up outside? Or C, the neighbour's goat with a raging hard-on charging into the wall as one of Danielle's dogs were in heat? Oh, my God. Now, one of these is true. You can ask Danielle. (laughs) You can ask Danielle as many questions you want. Bear in mind she wants to get it wrong, so she gets your point. You don't have to guess together. You can all guess individually if you want. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Okay, I got a question. What does a goat penis look like? Mm. Just sort of like, have you ever seen um, like a a dog's penis? Yeah, heaps of times. Kind of similar to that. Cool. (laughs) Like so many times. It's got the the, the woolly pouch and the pink bit. And it looked like weirdly looks like an inside organ. Rather than a yeah, it's sort of like have you seen when girls have lip fillers and the inside of a lip comes out? <laughs> yeah, it's it has like a that little tattoo like that says "precious" fleshy. along it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Um, were you aroused? No, I was a child. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into goats. Either. I was a child. No, I wasn't yet down. sexually mature. <laughs> the only reason, if I was 16, obviously I would be. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, you go ahead. Was the boiling of the kettle just to cover tea, or was there like was the water going to be used somehow? Well, um, it's like a painful thing if boiling water hits you. So Mum was going to uh, boil the kettle, throw it at the animal. Mm. Oh, right. right. So either Can the you... snakes, the goat, or the cassowary. Now a cassowary is some kind of bird with a pretty. <laughs> is it it's like a that? very vicious, massive bird. Is it vicious? Yeah, yeah. birds so, are not vicious. Are they? they look prehistoric. Yeah, no. Central, yeah, oh. it is the biggest bird. <laughs> using your whole name, Central. Yeah. <laughs> it is the biggest, <laughs> most vicious bird. Um. So they have like a like a sort of like a. What do you call like it? Like a helmet. Like a, like a, a rock. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a helmet a rock, on its head. It's like, it's like yeah. a massive rock and they like hit people with it, but they also have these massive talons and they attack you and they got beaks. They're actually in a book that I have called Australia's Deadliest Creatures. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah. There was someone told me a story or like I watched it on TV. I don't remember where I consumed this information, but uh, there was like a road they were building in Queensland that they ended up stopping construction on because there were too many cassowaries and it, they what? were like coming up to the builders and like fucking them up. They're very vicious. So, yeah. So basically we were at my Uncle Just Billy's. Just a bit of bird seed and say see you later. <laughs> nah, they want meat. They're meat eaters. Yeah. What was the water going to do? It's like, got a rock oh on its head. <laughs> um, basically, so we're at my Uncle Billy's and um, he was like away and he has this pet cassowary so he like hits this like... It's like a wind chime, but it's made out of forks and spoons, and that's when the cassowary comes down from the rainforest and he, like, feeds it. But he wasn't there and we were just staying at his house for a bit, so Mum called to get the dogs in because he didn't know. She didn't know if it was all right for the dogs right. to be outside with the bird. So she called it inside and said to boil the kettle because she thought she could, like, throw the water on the bird to shoo it away for a bit. Sure. Jesus. Wait, so does your mum often throw boiling water <laughs> on animals? Yeah, it's a go to maim them and then they just slowly die from infection. Out yeah, the don't get close to my mum. <laughs> Working will. in a living on the <laughs> So the three snakes that were fighting, mm. they were like mm. tangled up in a ball. Yeah, it was like mating season. Well, oh, so okay. They, they were, they were I assume. Fucking. 
Well, no, they were just fighting. I assume it was what mating season. Have a snake's fight? Did they like a rat king tail situation? And they just get caught up. Wait, you need to stop talking about rat kings because nobody knows what a rat king is. Well, I don't <laughs> know about rat, rat kings. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Just, I had to get yeah. Sam to explain. Okay. I did a whole bit about it, and I can actually say the audience definitely either the bit wasn't funny, which I refuse to believe. <laughs> <laughs> the audiences actually don't know what rat kings are because there was yeah, met with right. a lot of confused faces and a lot of silence. A rat king is when a bunch of rats get their tails stuck together, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then there's a dominant right. rat. <laughs> that has to then lead the Rat King because they all have to follow, otherwise they'll die because yeah. they'll be, like, fighting each other. So they have to lead. One rat has to lead. Okay. Because they're stuck. Okay. Well, um, Is that what happened with the snakes is my question? I, I mean, I guess so. They were just sort of, like, fo- like writhing all amongst each other and sort of, like, <laughs> tacking their heads at each other. One Whoa. snake but they is were... getting cucked. That's all <laughs> <laughs> Is a snake threesome just the like? Does it just look like it's two snakes kissing? They were because the other snake is in the middle of. Oh, I'm just separately fighting. asking. I think. I mean, I don't. You I were haven't young, seen a snake threesome. So. A, a snake, <laughs> snake threesome. I haven't seen. Can it. I say, regardless of what is true, all terrific. Options. Yeah, <laughs> I've really enjoyed this so far. <laughs> With um, a crazy bird with the rock on its head, <laughs> a snake threesome, and then a boner. Like, it's not it any better than this. That fucking knives and forks thing about your uncle was a big, <laughs> like, A, weird, and B, <laughs> a detail that makes me think it was the cassowary one, for sure. So you're going to lock in B, a cassowary I tearing think so. up I'm shoes? Gonna, I would like to lock in uh, the the... Uh, the what was the one with the erection? No, the goat. goat. The goat, because I have heard... That you put water on things when they've got a wreck, animals when they've got a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've been put I in the shower on an too many times. Of, of, no, of everybody loves Raymond. You're actually you're better off with a silicon based lube. <laughs> water can be a little bit. <laughs> that or a cold teaspoon. Oh <laughs> yeah, the cold teaspoon. That's a great trick. Kate, what does that do? Well, <laughs> it just doesn't feel good. <laughs> Dude, we'll try that. This is. I don't know how true this is, but boys who grew up. In a nunnery, the nuns would go around when they when little kids had erections, oh. they would hit them with a cold teaspoon. Oh, like on the tip of it. Yeah, oh. and, and and just have a generation of men with weird fucking sexual fetishes. Jesus Christ and disgusting tasting coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm hey, gonna lock in the snakes. You're knocking snakes. Oh, the correct oh, answer so was snakes. So hey. point oh. for Kate and two points. Um, my uncle Danielle. Billy did have a wind chime though, and a pet cassowary who would come down. That was just a he weird... had a pet. So you can train them to be nice. No, it wasn't nice. Okay. He just like would ring the wind chime. It would come down, and it was okay with him throwing the scraps out. His wife was would be inside all the time. <laughs> that is a big bird as well. So they're about, yeah. the, they're about the size of an emu. Or I think they're that, bigger. That, what? Yeah. I've got to Google. I've never yeah. heard of this You've bird. You've never seen a cassowary. I thought they were like a pretty bird, like one with a nice coat and they were fun. No, they're pretty, no, they're no. kind of century while you're down in Melbourne. They're, okay. yeah. they're very scary. Is there accommodation there? Imagine a bush turkey but like 14 times the size with a thing on its head. Oh, I heard that bush turkey is actually called brush turkeys. Is this true? Well, I've always called them bush so turkeys. So have I. And then the other day someone was like, they're brush turkeys. Brush turkeys. Well, maybe, but I well, don't know. Native hens as well. In Tassie they're called turbo chooks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, no, came, no, I came over here and said turbo chooks. That's and a said, DreamWorks what? movie. <laughs> I just no want to have a serious conversation saying turbo chooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like you've only ever seen one other type of chicken. Yeah. Like, Whoa, that's like a... That's like a turbo chicken. <laughs> that like a chicken with a V8. That, that chicken. is what that yeah. is. 
Chicken's doing a fucking burnout. But the, with the with the water on the snakes, did your mum get close enough, or was it? Yeah. So basically, what you do with snakes is you pour the boiling water on them um, because that will kill them. Um, so oh. it'll just all like writhe and freak out. So, oh my god! Um, so it's actually a sad yeah. scent into the story. Well, I mean, we. Mum didn't want the snakes around to kill any of us kids or the dogs, so uh, she threw the boiling water on them uh, to sort of, sh- I guess, shock them and hopefully they'd die, they'd die a very slow death. <laughs> and then she called my granddad because he lived just up the road, so he came down and uh, chopped their heads off with a shovel. Um, and then we hung them over the fence. Okay. <laughs> the water. The no, to birds. Um, so the cats already <laughs> sees that and it's like, oh, fuck, I'm not going near this. Jesus Christ. So, or a warning to the birds. So we put the cat, we put the snakes over the fence near where the passion fruit vines were to keep the cockatoos away from the passion fruit. And then when it was time for a burn pile, we'd take the dead snake bodies and put them in the burn pile. So if we ever had a dead snake, if we ever had a snake we kill, we put it near the passion fruit vine or or whatever vegetable you don't want the cockatoos to get sure, to. Sure, yeah, that build time. a rope swing out of there. When you're in the bush, you got to use what you got. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're. you're House was just under attack every day. <laughs> every day waking up going, we've got to defend ourselves. We would have snakes quite often. Yeah. Uh, my granddad had a snake in his shed. It was a, ca- a carpet snake, but that was to keep the rats away. So it was sort of like. <laughs> Something's always trying to get in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Kate on two points, Adam on three points, Danielle on four points. It's on four points to Sam. Yeah, so just taking a quick break there to tell you that it is comedy festival time. And today's show is brought to you by the lovely Cow Wilson. That's right. Her Cow's new show, Gifted Underachiever, starts on the 28th of March. So the day this comes out, it's at the Victoria Hotel as part of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Tickets are on sale at comedy.com.au. Cow is one of the best comics in the country. You'll probably seen her on her Netflix special, Things I've Thought Out Loud, as seen as part of the Comedians of the World series. Her new show debuted at Adelaide Fringe and received five-star reviews from the advertiser. And also was recently on an episode of Philosophy, which is a very, very good podcast, hosted by Will Anderson, another friend of the show. So this year, uh, this is what Cal's blurb says this year. So I'll read it out word for word. So Cal's been at this whole life thing for a while now, and she still hasn't quite nailed it. How can you reach your potential when someone left it on the top shelf? Cal's not sure if she has imposter syndrome or if she's just faking it. Everyone else seems to have got it together, but she's still not sure if she has all the pieces. So why don't people pull over ambulances? That is true. Pieces of shit. Pull over, okay? Has she done enough with her life? Does anyone eat Brussels sprouts by choice? Brussels sprouts are very good if you roast them. There you go, Cal. Cal has questions about everything, which makes her annoying to watch a movie with. Cal is great. So go to Comedy Festival com.au or just go to straight to comedy.com.au and get tickets to Cow Show, which is at the Victoria Hotel. Speaking of the Victoria Hotel, my show is also there. So Josh L talks. It's I've just I did the maths today on what show this is. So this is my twelfth comedy festival, like full stand-up show for for adults. I've done like two for kids. I've done a whole bunch of podcasts and done a play, done a like a double show. This is the 12th solo show and I'm very much enjoying it so thanks everyone who came out in Brisbane and already saw it uh, and Melbourne all you've got to do is come along so as an incentive to come along I'm doing cheap tickets uh, until I decide not to uh, just go to the comedy festival website comedyfestival.com.au look for my name Josh Earl talks 
and use the code word JURL for $15 tickets. That's right, $15 tickets. So cheap. Hey, also the podcast is on sale as well at joshua.com.au. Like I say at the end of this episode as well, the lineup this week, very, very good. It is Joel Kim Booster, Emmy Blotnick, both of those from the States, both appeared on Conan, uh, Late Show with Colbert. It's going to be great. Plus Aaron Chen and Deanne Smith, who are always, always very, very funny. So make sure you come 3 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. That's all from me now. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Hopefully I'll see you there, Melbourne. And hopefully Cal sees you there too. Cheers. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this <coughs> round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. Point if you get correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Danielle. Now, when Kate was younger, her mother used to make her cluck like a chicken... <laughs> For her friends as a party trick. It's such an animal-heavy episode. <laughs> if she'd start clucking faster, that'd yeah. be a turbo chuck. Uh, <laughs> because of this, Kate will just involuntarily cluck like a chicken when she's on her own. Yeah or nah? Yeah. You can ask him more questions. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't think she needs it, Josh. She's um, very confident. Uh, d- can you make the chicken noise now? Now? Yeah. Yes. Do it. <laughs> okay, do it for me. Come on. I can't because I'm laughing. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. No, that, that was the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That was more musical than I expected. That was like in song. Almost. Yeah. So you never had actual chickens growing up then, I take it? No. Oh, well, was that a diss because of the noise? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, someone's never seen a real chicken. <laughs> no, because I myself have a good chicken call. <laughs> so <laughs> you do. Would you please? Can we hear one in there with us. Adam, your chicken call. No, please don't hit me. That's a coward version of a chicken. So, what age did this start, and why did it? Why did it start? Mum just found out that I could do a chicken noise, and it was when I was, I think, seven. Okay, I'm gonna change it to nah. <laughs> I think no. I think yeah. I mean, I unless you were feigning with your chicken noise. Feigning. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, as in pretending you're not very good at it. Was another dish. Yeah. Maybe off you're trying the to throw scent. me off the I scent. Mean, like, it, was it just the chicken noise, or did you do like <laughs> the chicken as something? Like, a, um, no, it was like just, a character. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, just just the chicken noise around mum. Yeah. I have to say, I don't know if this helps you, Danielle. If someone, if I went round to a friend's house and they had a seven-year-old, and they're like, "You have to see this. My seven-year-old sounds a bit like a chicken." I wouldn't be like, "Wow, what a trick!" <laughs> like, oh, any any person. <laughs> Ah, your child has a voice box. <laughs> I'm judgmental, though. I My friend's dad thought I could do a pretty good voice of somebody who just sucked in helium from a balloon. It would make me talk like that for a bit, but I don't actually think I could and say the alphabet <laughs> backwards, and neither of those are interesting <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> Please do the helium voice. I don't even remember what it was like. It was just That like, was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you locking in no? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> This is hard. I, uh, yeah, I've changed. You say yeah. yeah. You are correct. It was yeah. Okay. Point there for Danielle. <laughs> so, oh, do it again. Can you, you do it with all your heart the in it now? <laughs> or has it just been so long between you No, doing... it's just that I'm laughing. So, <laughs> and she found out about that and she thought it was the best thing ever. 
And then she, like, lost her mind over it. And whenever <laughs> we had any friends or family over, she'd be like, Kate, get in here, Katie. Katie, do the noise. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I'd just be like. <laughs> 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 I hated it so much. <laughs> so much. Do I tell the rest of the? Go for it, yeah. So, um, and then for like years she would do it, like up until I was like thirteen. Every single time I was like, "Mom, no, no, mom, don't, I don't want to do the chicken noise." Like I'd get really upset, and then she finally let it go, and she was like very upset to let it go as well, which was ridiculous. But then I didn't do it for years. But then I was watching the Muppets with my friends, and I was like, "Oh, this is like." Camilla and the chickens, you know how they like. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gonzo's chickens. Oh, yeah, yeah, like they yeah. do all that. Yeah, and so it became like a fun thing in my friendship group. It just became a bit for like a month where I'd do the noise and stuff, and I sort of like reclaimed it as my own. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was driving once, <laughs> and just like driving into the city, and then I I stopped at the lights at at Bronton Avenue and I was like just like clucking and singing the the clucking noise and I forgot the windows were open and I just looked across and there was this guy in his car like (laughs) (laughs) his mind was just yeah yeah I haven't really done it since then (laughs) so a point there for Danielle so to Kate Mm. when Adam was 10 he begged his parents to let him take circus classes, but they refused, saying it was too expensive and it was just a phase. He then decided to do what he'd read about and run away and join the circus. But when he got there, they asked him where was his guardian, and Adam was very excited to tell him that, no, he'd just run away to take the classes. They immediately called his parents, and Adam had to wait there while his dad came to pick him up. Wow. Due to this, his parents caved and enrolled him, but Adam only lasted two weeks because he discovered it was just tumbling and shit. Okay. Yeah or nah? Um, what had drawn you, first of all, to the circus? Why were you so into it? I went to the circus. Okay. And, I, like, it was back when they had animals and stuff like that. And, like, no elephants or anything, but they had, like, camels and all that sort of shit. And I just thought it seemed cool. And I went through this fra- phase where I was, like, A, I wanted to join the circus, but I also just kind of wanted to run away. But I was fine at home. Like, everything was fine. I just always used to pack my bags. I remember (laughs) picking up photos and looking at them for a second and then going, (sighs) and putting them down because I'd just, like, seen that in a movie. Dude, can I say it's good to get out there? (laughs) (laughs) So we went to the circus and we used to live, like, near the big field where it was. So I, like, walked four minutes to get to the circus. I was like, I'm here. You've got your new circus guy. I'll do whatever. Don't don't worry about me. I'll do a tightrope. I'll do whatever. And they were like, no, you won't. What are you doing here? You're a child. This is crazy. Um, and then, yeah, my dad came, the, well, the rest of the story that Josh told. So were you expecting animals and, like, a ring and, like? There were animals. Like, this is, it's the same circus I'd seen. This is back when there were animals. They had, like, camels and horses, and I think they had a lion, and they had, like, crazy animals back in the day. Wait, so you ran away to the circus. Sorry, I thought you ran away to the circus school. No, no, no. I didn't know where there was a circus school. I ran to the literal circus that was actually down the road and, like, talked to some guy who was, like, fucking picking up camel shit, and he was like, what are you – why – are you a performer? Are you Young a man, small you performer a back from? Do you have an agent? Yeah, <laughs> you know that they discovered I'd love me. Love to fire you out of a cannon. Yeah, <laughs> I had to climb over the fence and it was really high, and they were like, "Wow, wow, that was impressive." But yeah, then like they took me to a circus school and it was shit. <laughs> it was walking over tight robes that were like a meter off the or less than a meter. What's mm. the smallest measurement? Centimeters. Yeah, millimeters. that <laughs> off of the ground. 
and it was fucking bad and boring and everyone was there with the sort of children you who think you can imagine wanting to do circus. Like with the circus, if you go to circus school, there's like prejudice against real circus people to people that went and classically trained in <laughs> Yeah. In the same way that like, you know, in stand-up comedy, people that go to a comedy school that sometimes, you know, look down upon. Yeah. Because we're like, we went to the open mics and did it the hard way. You've got to get out there and walk. In, if you're not walking over tight ropes totally. for years in front of four people yeah, in a bar, yeah, 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 exactly. then you're not a real yes. fucking loser <laughs> in a circuit. Surely, though, if you do a stand-up, if you do a st- st- stand-up course, you're just going straight out to the open mics anyway. I think, well, look, I've never done but, one. I don't know. The difference is there's certain – You need to have, like, skills for the circus. And even – the circus we went to was shit as well. I think that was part of why I wanted to do it because I was like, I can fucking do that. (laughs) There was a dude who was on a unicycle, meant to be going on a unicycle across a tightrope, and he just didn't do it. He tried to do it for, like, 20 minutes and couldn't do it. (laughs) Did he fall off? Yeah, heaps. (laughs) Buskers do this thing. Buskers do this thing where they do it in three. They fuck it up twice and the third one they get it, and that's meant to build, like, suspense. And they're meant to – To show that the trick is really hard. Yeah. Yeah, But But if you don't – do it. He did it yeah. like eleven times, yeah. and then at the end was like, <laughs> "Actually, I'm hungover or whatever," like, and then just didn't do it. I, what do you think? I reckon it's not true. You are correct. It was no, not true. It was point true. Okay. Yeah. I never left my house at this all. Is good. <laughs> Does the circus still come to town? Is that a thing in yeah. small towns? Yeah. I remember it did. Yeah, they bought a lion in the small town I grew up oh. in. Yeah, and it was like I can't imagine a world where that's okay now. There's in no a small animals. town. Just in the middle of town in yeah. a park, there's a lion. Yeah. <laughs> there was a circus that came to Preston, near where I live, not too long ago, and the animals were people in costumes. Oh, And shit. my sons, who at the time were six and three, even they were like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see someone on the trapeze. So you get a point there, Kate. All right. Hey. To, to Adam. Points. Now, Sam. Uh-huh. Yeah, me. During the summer, yeah. <laughs> filmed a cricket show for Foxtel, where one of the guests was Shane Warne. Sam is a huge Warnie fan, mm, and after big, the show, big fan. Warnie asked him if he wanted to go outside for a smoke. Sam said yes, and when they were out there, Warnie looked at Sam in the eyes and very sincerely said to him, my life is the Truman Show. Yeah or nah? Whoa. <laughs> Please tell me that's I don't true. want to know the answer because I want to believe it forever. Well, look. It, well, I did meet Shane Warne. Like, we hung out. He's a, he's, he's a crazy, crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy guy. And so you were talking to him. I had to go through the show with him. So I was like a writer on this show. Uh, yeah. Well, because you were on it as well. I remember I never watched it, but I I've saw it on mean. at a pub where I was actually yeah, 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 doing yeah, a yeah, gig yeah. like a, a real person does. Okay, yeah, Not yeah, one yeah. of these fucking learner circus people <laughs> who go out. Anyway, um, so, yeah, what was he like? Uh, he was the most genuine person I've ever met in my life. Okay. So he was like. And it kind of makes Bit sense. Bit of a diss on us, but that's yeah. fine. That's, I mean, uh, that's we'll, fine. Whatever. We'll move on. Yep. Okay. No, look, I, I, <laughs> I stand by the comment. I'm not going <laughs> to. He was just very like, It's. it makes sense that he's so popular. It's because like he he's very much true to who he, like he's a crazy idiot. Yeah. But like that's kind of who he is. And I think that's why he's well liked, even though he's done many things that are problematic and he's taken money <laughs> from Indian bookmakers and, yeah. you know, he's done, he's taken, he's a drug cheat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a little VB uh, beer. What do you call them? Beer holder. Yeah. 
what are they called? Stubby holder. Stubby holder, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you put it in, it would do a Shane Warne quote every time. <laughs> so you put your beer in and go, man, it's not a camel. How about a VB? <laughs> <laughs> and it had like six of them. And I used to just take it out and put it back in all the time to annoy people because it would rotate around the same ones of like, yeah, out for six. How about a VB? <laughs> 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 all, all these fucking. Do you still have that? That's great. Nah, I think it ran out of battery at oh, some point because I remember it being it. like, man, it's not a camel. How about a VB? <laughs> <laughs> by the end. Um, but, yeah, you'd be yourself if you knew the show was about you. Um, mm. I, I think Shane Warne, I think you're right that Shane Warne, and you've also told me that Shane Warne would just be like a pretty straightforward guy. Yeah. And I reckon he wouldn't think he's in a Truman show. If anything, I think he would not like the movie The Truman Show because <laughs> Jim Carrey wasn't funny in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, yeah, I don't yeah, like, so what's, is that your answer? Yeah, I, say no? I reckon nah. You are incorrect. It was true. What? Yeah. Yes. 100% true. Like, it, we were running through the show and then, like, like he, he looks at me, like, very seriously. He was talking about, like, people, like, asking for stuff all the time. And then he looked at me. He's like, my life is like the Truman Show. He's like, just everyone knows who I am. And knows what I'm doing. Cut, you're about to be on a TV show. Of course you feel like you're being filmed right now. <laughs> but it looked like a moment of like of like seriousness from him. And then he asked me to go smoke a cigarette with him. And I was like, as if I'm not gonna go smoke a cigarette with Shane Warren. Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. So we went out in the front and then I finished it and I was like, the show's over at this point. And I'm like, I'll see you later. And so I walk back inside and then he's car is just parked out the front in a no load. <laughs> like you're not allowed to park there. And then he just sits there with like the door open and then smokes, I reckon like five to ten cigarettes just nonstop for the next half an hour. And we're kind of inside still watching him, just being like, <laughs> this is weird. And then finally finishes and then like does a burnout and leaves. Man. It was like the best day of my life. He does have a weird life, though. Like, I remember seeing, like, some news thing where it was like, Shane Warren went home with, and some other person who was, like, kind of famous. That would be a fucking nightmare if every time I went home with a famous person uh, there was news about it. You wouldn't read about anything else. (laughs) 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 All right, to Sam. Now, Danielle. Oh, yeah, great. Recently did gigs. What animal are we dealing with? (laughs) None. No animals. (laughs) Danielle saw Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Danielle did gigs in London at the Soho Theatre. Congrats. At the very start of the show, one night, a woman started yelling out, Twins! Twins! Danielle stopped the show and tried to make sense of what she was doing when she figured out this woman apparently looked like Danielle. Danielle got the house lights up and saw the woman who looked nothing like Danielle. Danielle continued with the show, but the entire time was thinking... I look nothing like this fat idiot. Uh, yeah or nah? Uh, <laughs> like, it just, it, like, okay, look, I'll play this out a bit, but I already know. What, <laughs> um, so was she British? Yeah. So already a bit, like, a bit yuck looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just didn't really, like, I don't know, because at first, because I start off talking about, um, my sisters and they're twins, so I thought maybe oh, okay. she was just yelling twins like more twins gear. <laughs> Love the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gear. Keep going. That's the more stuff we want. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, or maybe she was a twin or something, and then eventually I was like, "You got to, got to stop. <laughs> what, what is, what is this?" Um, and then she was like, "Oh, we look the same," and then like we just didn't. Yeah, like, there was like not one thing. Did that any, we had in common. Did anyone like, in the crowd, was anyone in the crowd just like, well, you look nothing alike? Or? Well, no, they didn't want to be rude, so I was. 
Did you, how did, what did you say? Well, I was like looking at her because like, number one, she had like red hair, like not dressed at all in a similar way. And so I was like, what about us do you think looks the same? (laughs) And what did you, and what did she say? She's just like, well, I think we've got like similar mannerisms and like (laughs) (laughs) built in like. like, Similar mannerisms is enough for you to stand up in a comedy show and be like, we're exactly the same. You're being loud in this theatre, I'm being loud in this (laughs) theatre. And our facial structure. But that, like, I just don't understand because, I mean, like, number one, uh, makeup very different. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know what your facial structure is if you've got. Like sure. lo- loads and loads, you could have contoured anything. Absolutely, you could yeah. have gone into that purposefully contouring it to make it look like, like me. You, yeah. And if you did that, you did a very bad job because <laughs> oh, okay. you did not look anything like me. And then yeah, like hair different, clothes different, everything different. So I was just like the rest of the show thinking like, do I not see myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I, yeah. I, so you're, when yeah. I look in the mirror, your brain not, is gaslighting you. Yeah. Do I not? What does everybody different. else see? Because when I was a kid, I used to like look in the mirror. And look in the mirror for so long that I thought I would see this other girl I went to school with, Shana Krillison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoa. my God. I've heard the idea of being like, oh, I don't even recognize myself. Oh, but yeah, going. She like, is she, did she die <laughs> like you too? And is that like. Oh, a- she, you took <laughs> over her spirit. Yeah, maybe. I used to think I was like, because I didn't know my biological father. I have a dad, but it's not my. And I was like, maybe he, my biological father was her father too. Because I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, no, nah, I reckon I've got some of her in me. Like, oh my I just God. thought we kind of looked a bit similar. So I was worried then that maybe that was because that hadn't happened for years, that maybe I just wasn't seeing myself ro- properly. Right. If we cut to this show and it's a terrified <laughs> audience watching you yell at a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That got like pretty. That's serious. That that's that's mirror thing. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty wild. No, that's not, just surely that happens. I was talking to my cousin the other week when I was in Brisbane, and she said she used to look in the mirror and she see she'd see our cousin sometimes. Like she'd see her face and think it was our cousin and be like, Ah, oh, no, we're too similar. Are you sure you guys aren't looking through what? windows? Yeah. <laughs> No, sorry, I thought this is a normal thing. Well, and looking in the mirror and going like, oh, God, I look just like one of my family members. <laughs> is... I'm yeah. starting to think that after you told you shouldn't have told that story. Now I'm like, I reckon this woman looked exactly like me. Like, uh, I, I don't you, know. Yeah, you've literally said you can't recognise yourself yeah, in the you mirror. Do, yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't have a clue what you look no, like. I don't have red hair anymore. Well, who knows what colour hair her was? Yeah, that's colour true. Hair, her what colour <laughs> hair her was? What colour hair she had? Look, now I can't even talk. What um, do you reckon, Sam? Yeah or nah? Oh, like... Yeah. You are incorrect. It was oh. nah. Point there for Daniel. I would never call anyone a fat idiot. <laughs> well, that, How dare you? No, I feel like like that was the, I forgot about that bit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Adam on three points, Kate on three points, Sam on five points, and now in the lead, Danielle on six points. Oh, Damn. it's all over. You can get it back because this <laughs> round. This is a victory lap. This round is called Hoo 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 Hoo. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about everyone in the room, apart from me. If you think you know who it is, buzz in, say your name, that's your buzzer. You can get a point if you get it right, point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. You can't buzz in for your own. The first one is this one. Who bombed at a gig so bad they left out of the fire escape so they didn't have to face the audience? Kate. <laughs> yes, Kate. Sam. No, that was Danielle. <laughs> I shouldn't have yelled at that woman. <laughs> Called her a fat idiot. Was the same night? No, it was in comedy festival last year. It was like the only, like I had like a really great run and it was the only show that went like bad. And it went so bad and it was the night I had a reviewer in and I just left out the exit. And I used to like, I'd wait to say goodbye to the audience all as they left and that night I was like, 
nah, man, <laughs> nobody that, will ever see my face was again. Was that the, the small room at the Vic Hotel? Yeah. Oh, my God, I've done that before. Like, <laughs> when I found out that fire escape opened, it changed my comedy. <laughs> Finally, I've got somewhere to sleep. Otherwise, you've got to walk out and you kind of see the audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I found out I just ra- every night I was like, oh, I never have to see anyone again. It was the best. I n- didn't know it existed. I just knew there was a door there and I did say, so I was like, can I open that and just go? Do I have to go through a kitchen? Because I'm going. Yeah. I'm not. I will not go out <laughs> and face them. I will not. Pushing the ceiling up like you're getting out of an elevator. <laughs> do, 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 do in the fucking ceiling afterwards. That's weird. There's possums in here. <laughs> Question two. Who had a sausage thrown at them at a gig? <laughs> Adam. Yes, Adam. Sam. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> he looks hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that <laughs> Melbourne Uni that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's footage online of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I remember someone filming it and I was like, don't film it. And then a woman... <laughs> Like through this, because there was a sausage. Is this is that it, one where you had to walk around like the whole queue of people lining up for sausages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it snaked. There was a free sausage on at Melbourne Union. They were like, we'll do some comedy. It's outside, like 400 people. Yeah. And the line snaked around uh, the whole, like the whole audience. And I remember I said to a, I was trying to do crowd work to like win them over. And I said to a woman, I was like, hey, what do you do for a job? And then she looked at me and she goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm just here for a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, someone pay attention. And a woman literally threw a sausage. <laughs> At me. And then I tried to eat it. It was degrading. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Question three. Whose biggest pet peeve is lending their vacuum to their neighbours? Danielle. I heard Sam first. Kate. You are correct. Yes. Yes. Point there, Sam. (laughs) Hate it. Did you say Sam? What did you say, Tim? What do you mean they ask for your... Sam. I just said Tim and I was like... You've spent too much time. What mirror are you looking at? Do you ever lend it to your neighbours? Yeah, what kind of neighbours do you uh, have where you... Twice before. Which is, like, I, I think... All apartment blocks should come with a vacuum cleaner. Like a As someone communal. without a vacuum cleaner, I agree. Like, <laughs> it is an annoying thing to have to own when you live in an apartment. Yeah. But I I don't like vacuuming because now I'm like, oh, someone's going to hear this and be like, can I please use your vacuum cleaner? And what? I don't want strangers' skin bits in my vacuum. Yeah, I would never think to ask to use someone oh, else's also, vacuum cleaner. we've got one of those bagless ones, which seems like a really good idea, but I absolutely hate it because you have to turn it upside down and yeah. then the dust just, yeah. you get covered in dust. Oh, you cut, you cut, you cover the bag like, over it oh, first. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting covered in their skin. Yeah. <laughs> what well, you yeah, should do is just buy that. a little cheap dust buster and then loan that out when they ask. Go, oh, that's what we use. That's what you're hearing. And then mm-hmm. you're Or you could just be like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I don't answer the door option. now. I just yeah, don't. Oh, <laughs> oh but so what's the soundproofing like that they can hear you vacuuming? Oh, there's no soundproofing. We're in like a really old apartment block. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll just get the, um, the broom out. No. <laughs> knock, 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 we knock, gotta... knock, knock. Can I borrow your jigsaw? It sounds like you're cutting up something. <laughs> All right, question four. Who here has flooded every room in their house that has a tap in it? <laughs> Adam. Yes, Adam. Uh, I was going to fuck. Kate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Danielle, Kate, uh, yes. Yeah, I was going to say Danielle. Well, yeah, I was going to say Adam and then Adam said it and then I heard Sam say S, and I was like, <laughs> I thought you because it's like ah, the frogs need somewhere yeah. to live. We <laughs> <laughs> need the frogs to get rid of the snakes. <laughs> Do you know a fact about frogs that my son told me the other day? Mm, yeah. If you put frogs in a glass of milk, the milk will never go off. <laughs> what? Why, I, yes, it will. It's got a fucking frog in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's no, already no, ruined. You can't drink the, the milk. Yeah. As long as the frog is alive, that milk will stay fresh. Now, no, you can't just I drop that out without no. any explanation whatsoever. Have you Googled this? I don't need to. My son is not a liar. Is it he the is. frog <laughs> like okay. filtering it through its... I don't know, but he just told me a fact that he learned from watching some National Geographic show 
Right. That a frog, if it's in milk, the milk won't go off. I can imagine it filtering it through because they're amphibious. That's the fact. Would well, it filter frogs. through like into their body? Like into their body, and it takes out the toxins like a plant making oxygen. Yeah, but it's mm. you're totally right. It was a great point initially, Adam. Is that the milk is still ruined? It's like <laughs> yeah. it yeah. might not be off, but it's off in another way. <laughs> but if you put a bunch of frogs in industrial milk vats, then okay. you wouldn't necessarily know about the frogs in there. You just get it out of a tap. Yeah, that's what long life milk is. They've just had frogs. In the <laughs> okay. Yeah, they shit it out as powder. <laughs> That is ridiculous. My granddad used to. (laughs) We had, I've got a frog fact, which I think is, it almost certainly has to be not true, but my family say it as if it's fact, which is that if you have a frog uh, in your shower or bathroom or something and you take it outside, uh, like all the time they'll just keep on reappearing. They'll be back there the next day. So what my family said you want to do to get rid of the frog is you take the frog outside and then you throw the frog back at the house. The frog won't expect that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you it'll be them. thinking you threw it away. <laughs> so then it'll hop in the other direction, aka away from your house. Put a tiny little blindfold, spin it around. <laughs> and then you say, go, get out of here. We don't want to see you again. And then you cry as you turn around. <laughs> All right, oh question God. five. <laughs> Who got me in trouble with a radio interview that we did together? Sam. Yes, Sam. Adam. Yes, you're correct. Yes, it was Adam. <laughs> you look confused for ages. I was so then. confused. I was just running some math. I was like, I, didn't, I was like, who would be in a radio studio? And then who's a naughty person in here? And then I was like, it's probably Adam. I don't know if Adam knows. Well, this. I don't know no, this. You're on CNFM yeah. doing the breakfast show, and I was doing this thing for Telstra. So an ad for Telstra where they just wanted a thing about Gen Y is how they use apps on their phone, and so they paid me. This is unbelievable. Five grand. To oh do God. a morning of radio interviews. To go on what? Sin and do it as well. Like that. There was only three interview, three stations that said, yeah, we'll do it. Sin was one and yeah. then two in, two in New South Wales. Okay. And then it was the easiest money in the world. I was sitting there just going, I don't even have to leave the house. I'm just doing them all on the phone. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. This would have been in like 2011. Yeah. And then we talked about joke thievery and you said that's as bad as rape did i <laughs> oh my God. it was a different time <laughs> it was breakfast radio you can yes, say anything yes, on yes. breakfast radio <laughs> and then so we were just and then afterwards i got in trouble by telstra going you, you talked about rape on the radio to promote our stuff i'm like well i didn't talk about it the, the presenter brought it up i quickly so, and yeah and so did I, they make you give the money back no not at all but they made me do more interviews because of you not no no because only three like because I had a morning. I had a morning where no one booked in any in any interviews, and I was still going to get the money. And then Sin came on board, and then they found two more. And so, and then they was oh, we got another day of it. And so I did like four more after that. God, but it was you must still... have been so annoyed because because like doing an interview on Sin is like not doing a radio interview at oh, all. Yeah. Anyway, like no one's listening. So it's especially if it like if this is targeted at millennials. Yeah. They're, then they are listening to podcasts. Well, How this you doing, is 20, millennials? 2011. This is 2011, though. Yeah, I was true. like, what were you doing trying to do Bill Hicks but back then? What were you? Yeah. What were you oh, what was man, your I fucking heard the when I did Raw was in 2011 as well. Yeah. And I heard a recording of it about a week ago. Raw oh. comedy is like a comedy competition. I was 20, 21, something like that. And 
I was doing like a British accent. I was doing like, the, but like not a full like joke British accent. Like, hey, oh, how you going? I was doing like a, well, like a da 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 da. And like, I was a fucking piece of shit. But I was like a 20 year old. Yeah. Every yeah. 20 year old sucks. Exactly. Absolutely. No, gonna, no one should be judged on their first year of comedy. Fuck oh. no. <laughs> Except for me, who was obviously terrible. <laughs> no, I, you, were, you were good. I remember because you, I remember knowing you from when you were 16. Yeah, I did like a little miles. bit when I was 16 yeah. and then stopped and got worse and then came back. <laughs> I think that's what everyone who starts really early does. They, yeah. They're really good and then they get that 19, 20-year-old confidence. Yeah. And you don't want to see that on stage. It's a nightmare. And then yeah, they come like out of it. Nothing they, worse they get a bit yeah, broken. a 19-year-old just telling it how it is. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Who here has a political science degree? Adam. Yes, Adam. None of you. <laughs> Kate. No, it's Sam. Thank Sam, you very much. Yeah, really. Yeah, 100%. I didn't know that. Too. Yeah, I'm actually a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's true. I got great marks. I'll answer any political question. You I guess have right you now. did do that tweet about fucking the kissing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, See, that, that here we go. Pretty political. <laughs> that's what I learned in first year. They were like, if the politicians kiss, you get to decide. That's how you decide who votes. <laughs> Next question: Whose jaw chatters if they laugh too hard? Sam. Yes, Sam. Uh, Danielle. No, that was Kate. No, oh, Kate. Kate. Mm-hmm. I reckon both of you would, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a strong jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. In the video of their first ever gig, who looks like they're not wearing any pants? <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Okay. Yes, Adam. Danielle. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Yes. Give a video of your yes, first show. Honestly, I kill. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they're like, she's not wearing pants. Yeah. They're yeah. laughing from the second yeah. I walk on the it's stage. The, in the video, I was wearing like grey jeans, but the lighting is so yellow and they're quite light that it does just look like skin colour. <laughs> so from I've got like a black T-shirt that kind of covers up like my crotch area. So it kind of looks like I'm just wearing the shortest dress yeah. anybody could ever possibly wear. Like if I turned around, it'd be full ass. <laughs> But you never see that. Like they're winning the poo of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and our final question for the game: Who thinks Who Dares Win is the Who Dares Wins is the greatest TV show of all time? Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Or Sam. You are correct. Yes, of course that he does. That's, that's like my whole show is about. Who dares <laughs> Not even joking. It actually is. So please come. It was a great show. Oh, it's the best oh, show. I still remember one where it was you get you know they did the small ones where they walk around a shopping center and make people do them for fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah. There was one where it's just reaching this spaghetti. You can get 50 bucks and everyone's like, nah, yuck, which is fucking insane to me. Yeah, yeah. You would do it? For- yes. yes. Reach into regular yeah. spaghetti. It wasn't even weird. Sp- it wasn't like, well, oh, there's a frog in it so it'll last forever. It was regular spaghetti. Are you sure? Because I feel like I remember that one very vividly and yeah. I, don't think it, I don't think it was reaching. I think it was fish it out with your mouth. Oh, so, oh, the 50 bucks is in the spaghetti. That makes yeah. more sense because yeah. I do a whole bit in my show about it. In fact, like I'm not even joking, half my show is about who does. <laughs> but like the worst one I saw, I saw a woman get a golf ball hit off her forehead once <gasps> oh. for $20. <laughs> no. For $20. Like a little like bit of AstroTurf down on her forehead <laughs> and then got a guy, and this is the crazy bit, it wasn't like they bought in like Tiger Woods. It yeah. was just he asked another guy in the supermarket <laughs> If he'd played golf before, and he's like, "Yep, all right," and so he came in and hit the golf ball off someone's forehead. Oh, the Man. best! The best ones were when it was just like some dude in the street in the middle of the day. Hey, roll a blade off this half pipe, and they just absolutely <laughs> fuck their back for fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Kate Dennett on three points. Oh. Yeah, Adam Knox on four points. Uh, Sam Torton on six points. Oh. But our winner on eight points is Danielle Walker. Oh, oh. I get it. I get it. 
I've been bested. <laughs> People should know she's not been wearing pants this whole yeah. time. Because <laughs> you win, Danielle, you get to plug your whatever you want to plug first. Oh, probably my comedy festival show, which uh, is starts this Thursday. I don't know when this starts podcast. tonight. Yes, it starts tonight. Oh, cool. Uh, so please come down. Um, it's called Midstone Legends at seven fifteen at the Vic Victoria Hotel. Ho- yeah. Hotel. Great, Sam. Um, yes, I'm doing a comedy festival show. Um, it starts tonight as well. Probably sold out, if knowing me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, there's so many tickets. Um, no, okay, yeah, come. I've done. A, I was doing it in a tent in Adelaide, and there was a magician next to me, and then a DJ and a man cracking whips. So it is ready to go. <laughs> Weird thing is, it was just next to the street. And that's called, what happens in Adelaide. It's called Straight from the Shoulder, 8.15 uh, in the Town Hall. Great. Adam? Uh, i got two shows. I'm doing a sketch show called Chimp Cop, which is just sketches. Um, and I'm doing my show, which is a stand-up show called My Compliments to the Jeff. <laughs> and then in brackets it says, pretend my name is Jeff. It's a fun little parody of shows that have a, a bit of a pun on the name. Uh, <laughs> if you get, if you like that joke, why don't you come down to my show? It's on at uh, 9.45 every day at Acme, except for Mondays. Great. Okay. I have a podcast, Cod Luna. I almost missed <laughs> 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 I podcast, Cod Luna. That's it. So podcast, Lona, it's you. It's just me. And it's like, is it six episodes the first season? Four. Four episodes. Yeah, sketches. The, yeah, sketch. funny. It's Thank you. It's small. It's easy to listen to. Great. Hey, if you listen to this and you're in Melbourne, come on down to uh, European Beer Cafe. The live shows kick off this Sunday. This Sunday's the lineup is Joel Kim Booster, Emmy oh. Blotnick, Aaron Chen and Deanne Smith. So make sure you come along to that. Tickets I thought Sam Jordan was booked for the live no, show. No, that was the one today. But yeah. the order, we had no one turn up to watch. <laughs> well, that might happen on Sunday too. Anyway, uh, go to joshua.com.au for, uh, for all the ticket details. Thanks for playing. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.